0: Hello, this is Manny, and this is Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, the bilingual, multilingual Christmas podcast. And we have made it to September. Yes, we're in the Burma, so I'm, I'm right on track. I'm working on a bunch of things for the different episodes to come with a podcast. I've talked to a bunch of the legends, the actual Christmas podcast hosts from the Christmas Podcast Network, a lot of people are on board, so uh, it's not just going to be me boring you from here to Christmas and beyond. But I also bring the other people to come and bore you with me. No, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 going to be fun. So let me cut uh, straight to the to the point. I myself have have certain beliefs and I see things when it comes to Christmas like a lot of you see and sometimes I see them like everybody sees them at the same time I don't know if I'm making any sense so today I just want to talk about the Christmas feels and I will talk about the Christmas feels and other episodes to come as well since I am a 35 year old so I've had you know Quite a few Christmases under my belt. That's Thirty-four Christmases so far. Wow. All right. So one of the things that I, that that I've been thinking over and over and trying to figure out how I'm gonna put it into the podcast. It's the illusion of Christmas when when you're growing up. What is Santa Claus for us in Puerto Rico? Los Tres Reyes Magos. How does he come into our houses? How do we get the gifts that we we get? Or how did I get them? Uh, back back then. If Let me stop right here. If you guys have anything to add to this, you could always send me a voice. A voice message to Manny at fcmnpodcast.com and I will share your audio with your Christmas feels. That's why I'm saying that we're going to have a lot of Christmas feels talk to come. So I'm I'm going to speak in general about certain Christmases that I remember and maybe you could identify with it. Like I said, share with me whatever you feel from your side. All right, so growing up, my Christmases were usually with uh, my cousin Chantel. She's just a year younger than me. And we always used to spend most of our time in our grandma's house. My mom, my stepdad, my little brother, my aunt, my padrino, my abuela. And throughout the Christmas season, my cousin and me, we would talk about about Santa Claus when he would come, how 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 does he deliver the gifts? How how do we get these things? Because we never, you know, we just find gifts under the tree. I mean so innocent. Even throughout the years growing up, When we started to find out, you know, our detective work uh, led us to find out about how Santa Claus brought our gifts and Los Tres Reyes as well, we started to find the proof of where it was coming from. But somehow we always believe in the big fat guy in the red suit and the sleigh with the reindeer. Mr. Santa Claus. We had conversations when we were kids. For example, December 25th, when we were exchanging gifts, when we we're showing each other what we got. About seeing the light just take off from, like, for example, me in front of my grandma's na- um, front neighbors, you know, from the back of the house. Like, just the light taking off into the, to the sky at, at night. And I've heard this from from a lot of people, that they've seen the light, that they say they saw Santa Claus flying out. I could tell you for myself, I remember seeing this light just taking off. I I remember the feels, how it was, like, oh, i got to fall asleep because if he's there, that means he knows I'm awake and I'm not going to get my gifts. And the funny thing is, (laughs) I don't know... How and when I saw this light. Because I remember, but I think I just told myself this so many times that I believe it. Or did I actually see a light? I mean... It's it's, it's funny. I mean, I saw the light. She saw the light. Some of, you know, my little friends at that time, they saw the light. It's... (laughs) I've been thinking about this. i never put it into words since I was like, what, five, six, seven years old. And now that I say it, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds, sounds interesting. I mean, I don't want to say it sounds crazy, even though cuckoo, but yeah, I mean, I, I remember having the feels to see that light, to hear stuff, but we didn't have a fireplace in Puerto Rico. Why would we? It's like 90 degrees in December anyways. Oops, I did some smacking there. Am I going to be able to cut it? And well, years, years went by and... I've been around different people throughout the whole year. <laughs> throughout the years and I've met some some special kids. Some of them that were taught from a very early stage not to believe. I've spoken to the parents and, no, it's nonsense. I mean, everybody has, you know, their own way of raising their kids, of their own way of acting, their own way of, you know, living their life. I can't tell you how to live your life. I mean, I don't want you to tell me how to live my life. You know, advice is always good. But when you have a little one, and he's sharing stories with his friends, and, well, you have that, I can't say it's a mean boy or a girl, but that's how how it's, that person's perceived as, you know, the non-believers, it's perceived as a mean kid, and it's probably not a mean kid, it was just that, as parents, you showed him or you told him not to believe. And you gave him so strong reasonings why not to believe. And at certain age, that crushes other kids' spirits. It it crushes a bunch of dreams. I mean, in the world we live in, I wish a lot more kids were taught to believe in these things. Show them how to believe in these things because it's it's so easy to keep the spirit of Christmas alive, it's it's amazing, actually. I'm 35 years old, and I think about Christmas all year. When I met my wife, she probably thought I was crazy. And out of nowhere, a few years back, um, we've been going crazy buying all these Christmas decorations. We have our pretty large Christmas village so far and waiting to start getting more pieces this year to expand. We don't buy collectibles. We just buy things that light up, that match with the other. So it could be a 50 cent piece that looks there. Like it could be something way more expensive. I mean, as long as it looks good in the village and it makes sense. And it's realistic. And by realistic, I mean there's... There's just Santa Claus in every corner of those of the of the village that we're putting together, but I kind of like went off route right there. So she started seeing Christmas like I saw Christmas, and it's not because I showed her or told her. It's just that she saw me and grown up just watching all these Christmas movies over and over again every year, from the moment they play the first one. I just keep going and keep on watching more and more Christmas movies. I don't mind. I like holiday movies. I mean, I like some Christmas, some holiday movies that, you know, have a build up towards Christmas. I'll watch their very crappy Christmas movies, too. But back to the feels is she wasn't raised to believe like I was raised to believe. And the only reason I was raised to believe is because they let me believe. Nobody ever told me. Yes or no. But my mom kept that that spark lit. My family, my grandma, my mom—they're very, very Christmassy people. I they'll decorate the whole front of the house for everybody to go by and see it. I know some people decorate to show off, but the way we've done it is to share the to, to share the Christmas spirit. Even after um in Puerto Rico, we were hit by Hurricane Maria Uh, three years ago. Even then, we've managed to put our lights, and a lot of people did too, to put our lights to, you know, keep the Christmas spirit alive. Keep that beautiful, that beautiful, what can I say, that, that moment going. I remember when I was working in the south of the island, I would drive through... Straight through the center of the island, all the way south. No electricity whatsoever. And then on the way back home on Fridays, I would see all these houses with no lights inside. But you could hear the generators driving by and and seeing all the lights from all the houses of the people just wanting to, to keep that Christmas spirit. And that that's beautiful. I mean, it's Christmas feels. Back to when I was little... I remember in the town where I was born, there was this place called La Calle Estremera, Estremera Street. Estremera is a, it's a last name. Oh, those people decorated it so you could drive by all the houses, a a nice coordination of all the houses decorated. And it was, it, it was, it was magical. I mean. You just drive really slow behind other people. You would spend a lot of time in traffic just to see that. You would drive by all these houses and see so many lights. And it gave me chills. It gave me goosebumps just just driving by there. I was so excited. I knew the more lights I saw that I was getting closer to that day. And for me, the build up to Christmas is the best thing. I already started buying uh, Christmas decorations this year. I mean, not that many, whatever I could find that I that I find curious, that I find uh, interesting. Just because the to me, the build up like towards Christmas now, when I get to the 23rd, 24th, 25th, it's kind of like going downhill. Because I know it's almost over. And when I'm in Puerto Rico, it's not. Because after Christmas, we have New Year's, just like here. But then we have Los Tres Reyes, the Three Kings Day, which is January 6th. And then we have eight days after that. So it keeps extending, like, with the Puerto Rican paranda music. Playing. From... Time I wake up to the time I go to bed, mixing it in with the you know the English Christmas classic songs. Yep, I could listen to that all day. But one funny thing is, I cannot listen to the songs in English like our our regular Christmas songs past the twenty six, just because most of them are about Santa Claus or Christmas crisps. But then after that, I I I really pick up on listening all to our our typical. Puerto Rican music. Hopefully I'm making sense. Because I'm making sense in one part of my head and the other part of my head it's not making any sense. But like I said it's Christmas feels. So back to the build-up. Um from from the time I was I'm not I can remember. I love seeing lights. I have noticed quite a bit throughout the the recent years, that there's a lot of places that kind of lose this. For example, last year where I was living, we had our lights, we had our little you know blow-up grinch in front of our apartment, our light projector, which a lot of people say the light projector is kind of lazy, but if you live in a rented place or it's not your permanent place, you're not going to buy that much light to be putting on and taking back off and where to store them. This year, we own our house. So, I'm 13 seconds away from running to Walmart, Hobby Lobby. Any more suggestions to buy lights? (laughs) And starting to buy lights. But there you go, I got carried away again. I'm new to this, guys. I mean, give me your feedback. If you're falling asleep through this part, just... Wake up, wake up, wake up. All right, back to the Christmas feel. So driving through places to see the lights, it was awesome. Nowadays, that is it's not the case. I mean, there's a lot of places that they do have it. But this year, thanks to current events, I don't know how it'll affect or benefit putting lights up. I'm kind of shy. I don't really know most of my neighbors. We're all new here. Everybody just moved here not too long ago. But I wish I could get together with them and just coordinate something for our side of the street over here just to have, you know, a bright light show. For people to come walk by and and see. I mean, there's people walking all day and all night, exercising, walking along. So why not have Christmas, right? Be a nice motivation. Hey, you know what? I'm going to call the HOA to see if they'll help me with that push. But yeah, I mean, recent years in different places... There's not that many traditional places to drive on Christmas. There are a bunch of towns and cities still in the US that hopefully from November on when the light or when the lights start, my wife and I could start going to them. And I'll start sharing them when in our social medias. You could find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at, at FCMNPodcast just look for FCMN podcast. Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad. FCMN podcast and I'll be sharing there all my Christmas adventures. I was going to share my pumpkin spice lattes there. But <laughs> I think I have one or two a day so nope. But I got to cut back on that because I'm definitely going to look like Santa Claus. There's a there's a picture that I posted yesterday, of my future self, and it's a Santa Claus that looks just like me, just a little bit wrinkled, and, you know, a little bigger, but, you know, that's just 30 more Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes away, and that'd be me without the wrinkles. So, back to, back to the feels, I mean, uh, I've been... Wanting, or I want, hopefully I'll be blessed by next, next Christmas, to have kids. I've seen in the movies and in the internet and in catalogs when I was growing up about making Christmas cookies with the kids. And my that part I've never done, but neither has my wife. And we were looking at cookie cutters yesterday, Christmas shaped cookie cutters. So I, I want to get into that. Gingerbread house. I remember my my baby sister. She's 20 something or so, but that's my baby sister. Anyways, (laughs) she had her gingerbread house. I remember one or two, maybe growing up. And that's that's one of the things I want to share with with my own kids when I'm when I have. The the blessing of of having them. I want to share that with them. But thinking now again to when I first started talking, the feels when you're a kid, you're talking to others and it feels so good that we we saw Santa. I saw Santa. You saw Santa. She saw Santa. And that's that's beautiful sharing those stories. What did Santa give you? What did what did you get for Christmas? That is so awesome. Um, I remember the days when everybody used to get a bike, and that that's that's the also nice part when, or or that was nice when it was the Christmas of the bikes. Most of the kids that didn't have a bike or had a you know an older bike, they they had a bike to ride. When waking up and seeing those bikes there, being able to ride your brand new bike. All over the place cleaning that bike every five minutes, you know, the first week. But just sharing that, then there came the year with the roller skates. And with everybody with with the roller skates just, you know, in, in the streets. I mean, since I was little, I've always had gaming systems. I've, I've had every, or 99% or 98% of all the Nintendo stuff that's come out. But... I still received those toys that pushed me to go out and play my bicycles, the roller skates, the skateboards the the basketball and basketball the the hoops the the rims the the whole thing I had in my house when it's about eight we we had a little half court in the back of our house. My stepdad made that for us. And and that was cool. We just got baseball bats, the gloves, the balls. Every year, it was it was pretty cool because I don't remember discussing it with other kids what we wanted, but it was just that random day of going out and and playing as kids. And I don't know if it's because I don't have kids or I lived in most places. i mean, like most of my adult life in apartments. But those feels, and I've and I've been searching for them. I guess once you grow up, you don't get them, especially if you don't have any kids at home, or you don't live in the correct area. I don't know. I mean, but those feels I've been I've been searching for them. I don't. I'm not looking forward to get a specific type of gift on Christmas, because I'm not. The best gift I could ever get is. Seeing other people happy, seeing other people enjoy their gifts. Um, oops, I ummed. Seeing other people happy, seeing other people with a smile on their face, seeing other kids, like seeing bunch of kids, just, you know, with with their stuff, and that's kind of been been lost. It it's. I get excited talking about when I was little how I felt but I also get sad and sad is a feeling It's a feeling that a lot of kids don't don't know this. Time has advanced into the this electronic era where you wanna get a a gaming system, a computer. A tablet, another phone. You get a code, an iTunes card, a Nintendo card, a PlayStation card to download the game. Like a lot of this, these traditions have have disappeared. I mean, a code, like you get a piece of nice, colorful cardboard with a logo on it for your gaming system, just to download whatever you want. The, the fact that thought is not, is not, there, there's no more thought, there's no more effort, or at least it's be it's, it's being taken away from us with all these convenience things that, I mean, whoever knows me knows that, for example, I love to play, I'm, I'm a gamer, I'm not the best gamer, um, but I play one, two, three games at a time. So I'm one, two, three games that I'm bad at. But I enjoy them. But I like collecting, for example, me the cartridges, the, the packaging, the CDs. I like the physical, even though sometimes it's more convenient having a download, which I also have. But I like, for example, the bots. Have the bots for the things. I like unwrapping. I mean, I know kids get excited, but do they actually know what getting excited is anymore? You get a code to download whatever you want. It's like somebody's not willing to pay attention of what the kid wants, so they'll just give them a gift card. And I used to love gift cards. I mean, I used to love when I opened those cards that I have 5, 10, 15... $20, $25, $50, $100 $20, 25 50 $100 in there. That's awesome because you could buy some stuff. But when I started growing up and I started getting more cards and less rapping, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's reality. And I like watching for a temple, the eighties and nineties movies. And I've had this conversation with different people with a small town. or so the towns where you're looking for that specific gift, You're buying the wrapping paper. Oh, by the way, we did buy wrapping paper yesterday at Hobby Lobby. Two rolls. I don't know for who, but we bought them. We liked it. The movies, the. And I remember with my abuela walking in El Pueblo, which means the town, El Pueblo, to buy gifts or seeing or to wrap gifts. Because one thing. Just spitting this in there. When I was little, I would walk with her buying the gifts for everybody else, but I never saw the gifts for me or my cousins. But I, she told me that the gifts for the grown-ups didn't come from Santa because Santa you know, was for the kids, but she had to go and buy them. She so put them under the tree. So uh, there's some gifts that we bought and we wrapped at home. And then there's other places that you drop your stuff up to get wrapped. When I met my wife, she worked at a place that they did gift wrapping, and a lot of people working in those places, I mean, they see it like a something extra to do. But the fact that you're wrapping Christmas gifts and that you're good at it and it's it's exciting to see how the wrapping was. And you feel sorry for for just ripping the paper apart because it was so nice, but that that type of thing, it's it's being lost. And in those movies, me walking as a kid Going, like I was talking in our Christmas podcast, uh, Discord, Podcast Network Discord. Uh, Disco 54 mentioned about being almost time to reserve the bird, and right then and there, I, I and I and I asked them, hopefully, this will push them a little bit to send me the audio, uh, what it is you know, well, h- how is it that they go over there in uk how, how is, is it to to reserve your bird too because i remember as as a kid you did rese- you go to the butcher shop and you reserve whatever is it that you need a pernil which is pig or lechon which is pe- pig but lechon is big pernil is like the leg you would reserve the cut that you wanted and come pick it up later but now it's just the supermarket. There's not that that many specialty butcher shops, as they were before. I mean, there's there there still are, but I don't. I mean, in recent years, I just buy it from the regular supermarket. Also, the Thanksgiving turkey. But yeah, I I asked him to send me send me an audio about how how it is. He's like, I don't even find it that much that that much interesting, but I do. He doesn't, because it's his tradition, but it's his tradition. I want to learn from that tradition of how it is. So, yep. I will try to convince Cisco 54 to, to send me that story about, about the bird. I wish we could at least get our Christmases back. Not go back in time, but I'm going to the name of the episode would be feels that we could get those Christmas feels. I listen to podcasts and so many of them, when they go back in time or where they discuss a movie or something about themselves, I get the feels. So we are able to to have Christmas feels through others. we are able to share these things with with one another in this world that we're living in right now this this time this specific time it's december oops <laughs> it's september 5th right now so we do have A hundred and some days to 109 days, I think. I'm not sure. To go until Christmas. And I know each and every one of us could, could pass the field so long. Those of you that work in places that they sell Christmas stuff those of you that work in christmas shops it's it's easier for you guys to to accomplish this because you're in that you're in that in that place and you're you're put there for a reason right you chose to be in that place for a reason my dream is to have a christmas tree farm i buy a bunch of these decorations that say, you know, freshly cut trees, uh, cut, you know, come cut down your trees, Christmas tree farm, Christmas tree farm. I buy all this. I want to, I guess I want to retire in a Christmas environment. I know I'm not the only one that, that thinks like this. I don't have the land or the means right now to do that, but I will. If that's what I actually want. I want everybody... That believes in Christmas. That believes in the magic of Christmas. Not just... The Santa Claus Christmas. Not just... The gift. The... The commercial Christmas. But they believe in the feels. To... To start spreading the joy. Let's let's. Um, I don't know how to express it. Um, it kind of feels like I've, I I kind of hear my myself talking, and it seems that I'm sad. It's not that I'm sad. It's I'm I'm focused because I know just like we could fight for the unjust causes around the world. We could fight. For a spot in line, we could fight for so many things, but to spread to spread the spirit of Christmas, we don't have to fight. We just have to spread it, share it. We could put a lot of strength into it. We could put a lot of effort into it and share it with the little ones, share it with your neighbor. There's so many scrooge faces (laughs) around that you can, you can spread the Christmas feels. One of the, the ways I see it is, I mean, for example, me, that's one of the things I try to do. I walk by, when I'm walking with my wife around the neighborhood, I just smile and wave at my neighbors. There's a few that don't. Smile or wave back, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna smile and wave at them. Then next time I see them. But just like that, when I like, I already started putting my little autumn stuff, some little Halloween stuff outside. Is that the build up towards Christmas? That's how I'm. That's how I'm planning to start to spread the holiday cheer, the Christmas cheer, the Christmas feels. I want to live in a world where where kids see and hear Santa the lights when they wonder how does he come up or down the fireplace the chimney when they don't have chimneys how do how does he get in there I mean, is it through a window? does he open the door? I want to get the traditions. Woken up once more. I want to, like, every family has a tradition down the line. And all of us have something that as much as we love Christmas, that we've had, we've let go. We don't do anymore. Maybe thinking about it, writing it down doesn't work. But like I am right now, this is not scripted. You could feel, you could hear that I'm looking for words, searching for words, and it's actually that I'm thinking and remembering things as I go. My lights? Yep, I'm going to have my lights. I'm going to cut my first Christmas tree this year as well. Um it's 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 probably not going to be possible just to have the biggest Christmas ever this year, but if we each work our, our us Christmas believers, us Christmas podcast hosts, us Christmas people. If we start to do it, this Christmas would be the best the biggest Christmas ever. But then next year would be bigger than this year's. And then two years down the line it'll be bigger than the past two years. We could keep growing it. And it doesn't mean go out and spend a lot of money. Because most most of these lights nowadays they're not like the lights back in the late eighties, early nineties. That one went out and the whole string, you know, went out. They're better quality lights. So you will have lights. You don't have to buy a bunch of things every year. But you could be persistent in it. And somebody every day is going to catch on. Somebody every day is going to come on board. We're grown up, we lift that and we've let we've let go of that stuff but there's a lot of kids that have never seen that stuff there's a lot of kids that won't even bother watching a movie if it's from 2005 and there's so many movies so many christmas specials so many christmas things and they're all over the internet you could you know you can't force a kid to watch it because then again, that's how we are right now, because we're being forced into, you know, things until we make it a habit or a bad habit or we don't like it. But you could show them. Or just watch yourself if you like it. Don't stop watching it because they don't like it. Don't stop watching it because somebody comes and say, oh, that's old. Why are you watching that? I mean, I watch it. My wife thought I was crazy when I was watching a bunch of Christmas movies between November and December. But then she found out I watched them through. The whole year. And some movies she's, she actually asked me now and then. Why are you watching it? And I thought we were going to watch it ourselves. And I told her I'm just watching it now to see. If it's a type of movie you're going to fall asleep. You're going to pick up your phone. Or it's a movie that you're going to see through the whole thing. But. If it change with her the way it was to how it is right now, I know for a fact it could change between everybody. And I don't mean that everybody has to go and buy lights. Nope. This is not about purchasing. This is not about corporate America. This is not about commercial commercialization of the holiday, but about the females. How you decorate. There's a lot of people that they do have all the decorations, all the lights, and they just, they don't have the energy anymore. They don't find it useful. There's a lot of parents I would raise decorating the house. There's a lot of people that lived in a house like the Griswolds with all of that light or the house and deck the halls that you could see it from space. now they they lost that that touch so it's our duty as christmas people to help him get it back help him get motivated i don't mean to i don't mean to tell you go be the no the the nosy neighbor because i don't like those But if they're putting out lights, the conversation comes up, they could help you, you could help them. I'm trying to get the words and the ideas. How am I going to talk my neighbors into? Let's decorate the street, but I want to do it. And it's something that I wish everybody did. And we're living depressed, we're living sad, we're living scared. There's an unknown virus and cause in the air and everybody has their opinions and their thoughts about it. Some of us might be right, some of us might be wrong about it. I live in paranoia. And I'm the type of person that always had hand sanitizer and disinfectant spray with me before this all happened. So getting used to the new norms hasn't been hard at all, but I'm afraid of getting sick. I'm afraid of not making it to Christmas. I'm afraid of not having kids because of this. I'm also afraid of this might, I well, not now, but at first I was being afraid of this all being a hoax and I just wasted my time staying at home, not going out, not doing anything. But it's hit really close to home, so from an opinion, it became a belief. But just like a virus, a sickness, even if you don't see, you have to believe in it. Even if a lot of things, you have to believe, or you're taught to believe in them, even if you've not seen them. Christmas, you see it. You see the lights. You see the snowman movies. Christmas movies to Santa Claus movies we could help bring back a traditional Christmas with a little touch of 2020 obviously and I don't mean Miss Rona by any chance. <laughs> I do going back to feels and this might seem that I went long and long enough I do Miss The toy stores. I haven't seen a specialty toy store. like A specialized toy store after Toys R Us. There were so many stores of me growing up. And I guess it's down to Walmart. And some like Costco and Sam's. But... I miss going just to the toy store. I miss going through the catalogs. I miss checking out all the toys dreaming of having certain toy keeping it to myself because sometimes I you know I would think like if I tell my mom I want that, is she gonna believe me or is she gonna think I'm crazy? but some of them I never did. Say I wanted, but I liked them. But then again, when you're a kid, you want every single toy in the toy store. So you know, it was it was a great illusion. Especially by Christmas time. The fun thing was when you saw a toy, when you mark it in the catalog, when you dr- you had dreams about that toy, and you got it. On Christmas Day, that same toy that was in that toy aisle at the Christmas, at that Christmas shop, at the toy store. And all that has, has disappeared, I mean. And somehow, I mean, we can't, maybe if we bring back the force of the spirit of Christmas, we can bring back toy stores. We could bring back local butcher shops. We could bring back uh, gift wrapping places. But we're so focused on the technology and the convenience that we we lost track of what actually gave us the Christmas feels. Yeah, just come come on board and the on on our social media and let me know what do you think. I mean, if you fell asleep and you know, just try to go back and listen. I mean. I try to make this episode short and long at the same time so you could, you know, enjoy a nice commute. You could be that bored on the road that you can listen to this whole thing. But no, no, no. Come on, on on our social media and let us know about your Christmas feels. I will share it. Any, anything you you send me that could help us share the spirit of Christmas, the the Christmas feels. I will share it with the rest of the podcasters. With the rest of the Christmas shop people. I will share. I I will share everything positive towards Christmas. And you might be thinking. Well you're just being focused on Christmas. With some other. There's so many other causes that we could focus on. Yeah but. Mine is bringing Christmas. The Christmas. Old school feels. With that. You know. New touch of 2020. There's a lot of things that our kids. That are you know. Little ones nowadays, they won't be able to enjoy, they won't be able to see. But we could talk about it, we can make new traditions with those old feelings. I guess I mean, I'm just saying it how I think it, but you interpret it how you want it. Create new memories, share those memories. Because remember, you're what we have today. What these kids have today is what they're going to pass on to their kids in the future. How how do you think it's, it's going to seem? How do you think the Christmas stories are going to be back then? Because I have Christmas stories from my grandparents. And when I have my kids, I'm going to share it with them. And I'm going to share my mom's and mine's. So they will have a memory of they'll remember some of the ones the things that I shared with them. But when it's their turn to share theirs. How do you see how do you how do you see that that working out so great, right? Oh yeah, I got a code from my aunt and I got a code from my abuela and I got a code from my mom. And what you could do with the code, I don't remember. I bought a game, which game, I don't know. I downloaded an app. Christmas feels, people, Christmas feels. So, if you're on board, raise your hand. Yep, everybody in this room has their hands raised right now. I mean, it's just me, but I count, right? 100%. Got full quota on my side. Over here from Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad podcast. Us over here, we're 100% believing we could spread the the Christmas feels. So it's your turn to spread the Christmas feels. And that'll be it for today. I don't think I sounded that excited excited, but I am. It's my second episode, and I believe we could share the Christmas feels with others and as the show progresses I will have more Christmas feels for you actual good feels right now is good feels mixed with confused feels and sad feels and there's things that we'll never get back but there's things that we could create so until next time this is episode 2 of Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad. And remember, you could find us on all social media, or at least Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FCMN Podcast. FCMN Podcast. Or just go to our website, FCMNpodcast.com. Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad.